a kingdom of truth. I heard this story this week of an administrator who went to talk to a parent about comments that the child, the child of the parents had made at school. And the parents responded to this administrator, my, my child didn't say that. And the administrator said, well, there were several teachers and several students who heard him say that and said that he said that. And the parent replied, well, they are mistaken. He did not say that. The parent, so sure of what is true, wasn't even there. But aren't we like that at times? Am I willing to hear the truth? Would I rather live in the truth or in a fantasy of how I wish things were? There's something in all of us. There's a little bit of denial, denial ain't just a river in Egypt. It's, there's something within us that doesn't want to live in reality. Right? I can't believe that. I, can't, I just can't believe that. Like we're in shock. What is truth? As Christians, we would say, who is truth? That Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. That God is truth. That truth is in him. God is reality, being itself. God creates reality. And so ultimate reality is found in him. And so uh, another way we would look at it, maybe a secular definition, is what is truth? Truth is that which is in accord with reality. So reality is God. God is being. God is truth. And so our sense of true is, is it in accord with reality? Is it in accord with God? Does that make sense? A little philosophy to make that connection. So if I say uh, 2 plus 2 equals 4, that's in accord with reality. If I say those dirty dishes in the sink are mine from yesterday, like that is, that's true. You know, like you just, it's in accord with reality. Do I want to live in reality or, or not? In our gospel today, Jesus is being questioned by Pontius Pilate before his crucifixion. And, and just listen to this exchange. Jesus says, but as it is, my kingdom is not here. So Pilate said to him, then you, you are a king? Jesus answered, you say I am a king. So in a sense, as you would put it in earthly terms, you want to call me a king, okay. But obviously he's so much more than that. Jesus goes on, for this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth to testify to reality. What, what is? The Christians don't just, we're not just people who need something to believe in to have hope. We, we're not just creating something in order to keep our kids in line with morality. But there's a reality. And Jesus comes to reveal reality and truth to us. And everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice, that if we belong to God, and so that's a choice. Who do I belong to? I, I want to belong to God in order to live in reality. I want, I want to live and walk in truth. So Jesus is the truth. 
Where Jesus is, is the kingdom of God. And we can, you and I, we can already choose to live in that truth. We can already live in Christ. And, but the question is, again, am I willing to hear the hard truth? Am, am I humble enough to recognize that maybe there's things that I'm seeing that are not in accord with reality? There's things that I even believe about life and meaning and all that that are not in accord with the reality of things. I mean, if, if, you reflect, if we reflect on our lives, don't, don't we experience like light bulbs being turned on and then we have greater awareness of things along the way? And so isn't it easy to believe that I still don't see clearly, fully, I still don't know reality fully, but as I draw closer to God, he reveals it more completely. There's an example that was given to us by, a, we had a consultant come in for the Newman Center and work with the staff. And he gave this example. He said he was at mass with his wife. And afterwards, his wife said to him, hey, you, you know you say the response is faster than everybody. We all need someone like that, right? So she, and, and his first reaction, you might imagine, is no, I don't. Right? Isn't that our first reaction whenever somebody like says something to us? You were speeding. No, I wasn't. You know, like, it's like, yes, officer. You know, like, um, and so he, she says, yeah, well, you, you were. And he's like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, th thanks for pointing that out. You know, um, and then a few weeks later, uh, she said to him again, like, hey, I don't, I don't know if you realize it, but you're, you're doing it again. And he's like, Thank you for pointing it out. Thank you for giving me a dose of reality so that I can live in accord with it. That, that our mind, like, well, for, for you and I to grow, we need feedback, right? I'm a great speaker. Uh, you actually say, um, a lot. It's like, really? Father Matt, you say like a lot. <laughs> I didn't know that. Somebody, I was giving a talk a few years ago and they're like, Father, you talk like a college student. I was like, no, I don't, do I? <laughs> I've been here too long. Um, but so we need feedback so that we can live in accord with reality. Do I want that, right? That, you know, when you come to confession, you're, you're facing reality, right? Like, I'm, I'm not perfect, and I'm willing to face that reality. And what's God's response? I love you. I think that's what we're afraid of, is if I... If, if I have to like protect and I'd lie, I lie, I'd lie because I'm afraid of what people are going to say or do to me if, if I'm fully real and live in reality. And so we lie. But you go to confession and you're saying, here I am. And God's response is, it's great. I love you. Let's go forward together. That's how God responds. That, and, and heaven is, it's the kingdom of truth. It's everything is known. There's nothing hidden in heaven that everything we've ever done, every thought we've ever had is going to be known in heaven. And some of us might be like, well, that's pretty scary. It's like, but in heaven, we're not really going to care because we're going to be with God. And so, yeah, we're going to know everybody's business, but we're going to be so focused on praising God. We're actually, at the same time we see people's business, we're also going to see God's mercy and love towards them, and we're going to praise him for it. And you and I, my own brokenness will be on full display, but along with it, I'll be able to tell the story of how God has redeemed me, 
of how he took my brokenness and did something awesome with it. And so there's nothing to be worried about. That heaven's going to be awesome. It's going to be beautiful. We don't have to hide. And so as we walk this journey towards heaven, towards truth, towards reality, it's, it's okay um, that, that reality exists. My, my, our minds do not determine reality. We are either in accord with reality or not. Our minds can assent to reality, but reality does not assent to my mind. So if I'm holding an apple and I say, this is an orange, and I, maybe I genuinely believe this is an orange, I'm not speaking truth. I might think that I am, but I'm actually mistaken. Why, why am I bringing this up? Because one way, one invitation is for us to listen to God, to do his will, and to live in his truth. And if I want to enter into heaven, I have to be willing to do that. And so we don't want to wait till the moment we die and be like, oh, okay, bam, get hit with reality. But you and I, we can already be moving that way. We can already be opening ourselves up to the Lord and his light and his truth. Then I can already now be conformed to the truth. And the other reason I bring it up, maybe it's just, you just see it everywhere, is in our modern age, we believe that I am the determiner of truth. That what I believe is true, that I'm right, you're wrong. And I look at a situation and I say, that's wrong, because here's what's right. That we make ourselves judge and jury. And we determine what's true and what's reality. But in the eyes of faith, we all come with humility to, to turn to God, that truth, reality, resides in God. God's outside of me. And I can choose to conform myself to God, but I want to conform myself to truth and to God. It doesn't mean that God conforms himself to me. And to go to heaven, I need to submit, surrender, and freely choose to conform myself to God and his reality. Is this, is this resonating with you? Do you see how it's relevant? I could give more examples, but I won't. Okay, so I, in heaven, everything's going to be brought to light. I, I heard uh, George Cardinal Pell speak recently. Do you know, I don't know if you know that name. Uh, he was a cardinal. He is a, is a cardinal, um, 80 years old, from Australia. And he was in the news a lot because he faced an accusation and when you look at the accusation, I mean, I don't know all the details. That's the thing. We don't, none of us know all the details about anything. <laughs> we think we do. I make a good judgment about things I don't know a lot about. But So my, under, my understanding is that he was accused of, doing this, uh, of abusing a minor years ago. But the reason the charge got brought up was because a friend of the minor, um, this, this happened like 40 years ago, brought it to light. He said, my friend, my friend told me this years ago, but he died, and he said that this thing happened. And Cardinal Pell's like, what? He said, well, it's not reality. It didn't happen. And so there was no evidence for it. It didn't corroborate with, um, there, there was no evidence. <laughs> There's no witnesses. There's no evidence. Instead, there was witnesses to the contrary. Like, he says you were here at this time. He's like, no, I can prove you. I was over here. And you were in this place alone. He's like, no, there's no, I have evidence to the contrary. Anyways, but according to the media, 
he was guilty right away, right? And he spent 400 days in solitary confinement in jail before Australia's high court voted 7-0 to to acquit him of all charges. Because it, it seems, it seems made up from, but I mean, who knows, but it seems made up. And he says he's innocent. But here's the thing. He, he, he wrote in that, in jail, he wrote a lot of, he wrote a couple books. And he talked about, he, he was reading Job. And he talked about how Job, that at the end of Job's life, he was exonerated. That he was innocent and the truth came out. And he says, that's nice when that happens. But that doesn't always happen. That Jesus, our king today before Pilate, here he is innocent. He is truth itself. And what happens? He suffers. That you and I, our kingdom, the kingdom of our God, is not fully present here. It's partially present. Because where Christ is, where his truth is, the kingdom is present. But it's not fully present. That our, our world does not recognize Jesus as God. Our world does not recognize and want to live in the truth. And when you and I, when we live in that truth, we may not be accepted by our world. That you and I also might face injustice, persecution. You know, when, when you and I, when we live in the reality of what the human person is, male and female, when we live in the reality of what marriage is, a one flesh union between a man and a woman, when we live in the reality of human life beginning at conception and being worthy of preserving, the world will not like us, may not like us. But at the end of time, all things will be revealed in God's light and in his truth. And all things, all people will be held accountable including including priests who've done bad things, including all of us who've done bad things, all people, that justice will happen, that all will be known, that truth will be made visible, that God's mercy and love will conquer all. But I don't have to wait to heaven to live in that truth, that I can, I can turn to the Lord. I can make Jesus the Lord and King of my life today and live for his kingdom today. Yesterday, I went to the profession of final vows of one of my buddies, and he stood up before the church, and he's consecrating himself to live a life of prayer as a diocesan hermit in prayer for the people of God. That he is spending his time worshiping God. That he's already living heaven as we will live in heaven now. And it's a witness for you and I that we don't have to wait to heaven to live it now. We don't have to get to the kingdom of truth to live truth. We can live it now. That already now we come here today to come to know in a deeper the way the one who is truth, the one who is love, the one who is mercy, the one who holds out salvation and a kingdom to come for all of us.